Hi, this is Song Babe from the Highway 49 band. Welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone, where all things come together. I'm Rick. The name's Mark. I'm Brandon. Grady. I'm Pete. And you're listening to the Northwest Convergence Zone, where all things come together. Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. Welcome back, everybody, to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Big D here with you, another stellar in the Northwest, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. We're here every week, a uh, new, po- new show posted every Sunday night, and uh, we're just having a good time rolling through summer, and we're this is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and to all the grads. Congratulations. Way to go. School's out, and we'll get to that in a second. But first, let's concentrate for a moment on Father's Day. I'm a dad, and I have two daughters, and uh, we're going to have a, you know, we had a good time today, and it's always fun to spend time with your kids. And then over here, my man, Double D. Yeah, I have a son and a daughter. But and, and, I'd and, like to hear what my son has to say yes, about me. Our, his son happens to be Wonder Boy, if you don't know, who is also part of our show. Wonder Boy, uh, please embellish us with some fine wording about your father. Fine uh, wording. Make it nice. Well, today, uh, he's he was a really good father. He finally let, let me out of the box and gave me, me a mic today. I mean, so I could talk, you know, gave me a voice okay, on this podcast. Okay, take that cut. Yeah, cut. cut. Please, cut. stop. Cut. Hey, yeah, no. hey, am I, I have two kids, too, you know, and, and I don't, we, we don't, uh, Squeeze and Squeeze uh, doesn't get to talk, talk. much. We're, we're kind of out of the loop here. He's a dad, and he gets to talk today, so Squeeze, congratulations, and happy Father Day, Thank brother. you, sir. You, too. Squeeze, our sound man. And, and again, this week, Joe, Big Joe can't be here because, well, He's spending he's with time his with his kids. So great dad. Can't fault that, man. I mean, he's out there having fun with those guys. So way to go, Joe, and way to set your priority state straight and screw us. So we yeah. appreciate that. So uh but you know, Father's Day comes around every year, and right around this time we have the graduations. And we have a lot of high school kids and college kids who uh log in and listen every week, and we know you're out there, and so congratulations to everybody. I just have one thing though. We've been on the uh, the internet doing our podcast for about over about a, a little, year, a little yeah. over a year a little now. Over a year, and, and we have a little bit of stature in the community now. I think, and at least I do. You do. I don't have much, but been sitting around waiting for our invite to come give the commencement address. And I had my speech all prepared, and I was explaining you know, Wilson Foss. Uh, you know, Mount Tahoma. I, somebody, I thought Clover Park. Somebody would contact us because we got stuff to say. And, and you sent out invitations. Well, that absolutely, you would do it. yes. Yeah. I sent out invites and even emails. I kind of stalked them. Yeah. But nobody uh, responded. So I got this whole speech prepared, and I'd kind of like to give it to you now. <laughs> Dear graduates of the year 2010, we thank you for your hard work, your dedication to your schooling, your sports, automotive, and whatever other crappy classes you were taking. We wish only the greatest of luck for you as you enter this thing we call life. We want you to succeed. We hope that this summer will be one of fun and memories. And we hope that you get into the college of your choice. We appreciate the fact that you are the future generation and that you are going to be entering the workforce and you're going to be bringing your skill and your talent and your knowledge into the world. And with all of this in mind, I just have one slight sage piece of advice. Good freaking luck! Now go forth and party. (laughs) And listen to our podcast. Can't find a flag If that don't suit you That's a joy 
All right, enough of that nonsense. <laughs> and to those of you who have to come back next year to high school. <laughs> or college. Or college or whatever. Actually, or all, you know, the, or all the teachers. Think about those guys. Yeah, they, no they kidding. Do it for a living. Yeah, my wife's about to have a nervous breakdown. But uh, I will say this. A lot of people ask, you know, if you could go back to any time in your life, what would you know, which period of time would you go back to? And we're talking about people who are our age, you know, 40s, 50s, whatever. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, I'd go back to high school. There's no Not way. a chance in hell, man. College, yes. I had a great time in college. High school, no way. So all you guys that are suffering through high school and have to put in another year, we're with you all the way. We're behind you. We know it's brutal. Uh, you'll make it. You'll get there. And then you'll look back and go, man, that was quick. But... Anyway, congratulations to all the grads, and uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Hey, we have a, a great band uh, on the show this week, the Perry Acker Band. I want to thank Sean Hensley. He's the manager, and he's also he runs Set List Management, and he brought them to us. Perry Acker Band, nice bunch of guys. They are on the road to success, and we think really highly of them, and this is how that conversation went. All right, everybody, today on the program, we have a stellar band in here with us, a band from Gig Harbor, and I don't know what's going on in Gig Harbor, but they have some great talent out there. South Sound is really moving right now, and we love this band, Perry Acker Band, in the house with us. Let's say hello to Pete, Grady, Brandon, Mark, and Rick. Hey, guys, how's it going, and welcome to the program. It's going good. Yeah, thanks for having us. How's it going? Good, good. It's good to have you guys in. And um, the uh, Perry Acker Band, tell us a little bit about your, uh, your sound and uh, a little bit about your history. When did you guys get together, and how did you get to right now? Well, we started playing about two years ago in August, and me and Grady and Brandon over here have been playing for some time, since about high school we've been jamming out and whatnot, and started writing a series of songs and got together with them, and then slowly threw out some movements, then we acquired Mark to come play keys for us probably about six months later, and then about one year ago, we got Rick in the band, and now we're the Solid Five, and it's been a... Uh, going strong just kind of taking the stepping stones to where we need to get and uh doing what we can so now uh getting together in in gig harbor over there which is of course across the bridge uh from tacoma uh not really known for the uh, music scene do you guys have problems early on finding places to play Are you guys playing high school Are you guys playing church basements what were you guys how did you guys get gigs right off the bat um well, the gigs, we've played previously in high school bands, mm -hmm. and so we knew about a lot of the kind of local places around here, like Tacoma and Seattle, you know, Numos, you have Hell's Kitchen, you have some all-ages, you know, venues that we started playing when we first started, and then working your way into, like, Jazz Bones and whatnot. Great. Um, this being in a uh, uh, show that's uh, coming up towards Father's Day, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the history behind the name of your band, because uh, I think it's pretty cool the way that came about. Yeah. Uh, Perry Acker is the name of my great-grandfather, and me and Mark are brothers, our great-grandfather. And uh, he was a pretty well-known Northwest watercolor painter, and um, we named the band after him, phenomenal artist, and we wanted to keep the art side of the family alive. So, uh, yeah, we rolled with that after we went through a few different names, and one day I was just looking at a painting, and I was like, Hey, Perry Acker, that's a sweet name. <laughs> so, ran it by Grady. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, very good. Nice tribute. It's a, it's a great name. It's a great band. Let's listen to a little bit of the Perry Acker band. This is a tune called Brittany Jean. All 
All right. The name of the song is Brittany Jean. Our guest today, the Perry Acker Band. Now, I'd like to go around <laughs> and ask you guys, who are your influences? Because there's a lot of old school in that, and you guys are pretty young guys. Uh, Joe and I have been around a long time, and this is uh, this is taking us back a little bit, and yeah. it's really cool to hear some of this uh, kind of funky groove and a uh, little bit of a 70s feel coming from the young guys. What what are your influences? Um, let's see. Top three bands, I don't know. It's, I'd say Fleetwood Mac, Steely Dan, and uh, the Eagles. Yes. And, and how old, how, now, how old are you? I'm 22. 22. I mean, those bands have been around for a long time. I That's would right. not expect that. Uh, for me, it really started off with The Police and uh, Dave Matthews Band, which is pretty current. Um, but, you know, everything along the lines, Led Zeppelin, um, Eagles as well. Um, bunch of... Bunch of I, everywhere kind of i don't try and pigeon my whole pigeon pigeonhole myself you know mm -hmm. listen to the same thing those are great bands uh, my, uh probably paul mccartney and victor wooten for me would be some big influences playing bass and all great. excellent yeah. uh i'm pretty new to the playing piano just been playing it for the last two years about but it, i'd say for pop mostly it, billy joel elton john like peter Cetera. Um, I like a lot of the jazz artists, Miles Davis, uh, Dave Brubeck, Cole Porter. Yeah, Very excellent. Um, I grew up like listening to a lot of Yes and a lot of Supertramp and uh, a lot of Pink Floyd. So David Gilmour is one of my favorites. And then uh, like a lot more modern stuff, like I love Joe Satriani and Steve Vai and... Uh, Eric Johnson, stuff like that. Killer, that's great that that's all seeping into your DNA. I like that. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask... Uh, uh, um, Jeez, I'm spacing out here. I wanted to ask uh, Pete and Mark about the brother dynamic because there's a lot of brothers in rock and roll. Um, a lot of times it works really great. I mean, you know, Angus and Malcolm, ACDC. Um, uh, Chris and Rich Robinson. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that, that. I was going to go a little, little different direction with the Robinson brothers um, because then you got like Ray Davies and uh, his brother and then the Gallagher brothers and Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it can be kind of volatile. How does it work for you guys, and especially now with your brother being in the group? Go ahead, Mark. Well, I, I enjoy it. It's definitely a pleasure. I've learned a lot from Pete. He's my older brother, and it's it's been a blast to learn all all that I can from him. He just kind of took me under his wing right off the bat, and it's it's been going great. Just hanging out. He's taken me a lot more as a friend. It might have been kind of a brother brother let the little kid into jam with us at first, <laughs> but that's how it goes. Uh, but we definitely, I mean, we've all become such a good close group of friends that the dynamic between Pete and I just it's it's just real casual. Real, but intimate at the same time as brothers. But we're just good friends. Very Great. good. How about what do you, what do you think, Pete? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we come from a pretty, you know, we had a good childhood growing up, all hanging out. Uh, we were homeschooled for a bunch of years, and um, just we've always kind of hung out. And so, yeah, it's it's great. There's definitely. There's no wall in between there, so I figured that would be the answer because you can definitely feel the positive feel in your music. So yeah, yeah that's there, great. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no riff or angst or anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. All right, hey, no let's, fist fights. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. All right, hey, let's take a listen to another one. This is uh, Perry Acker Band. The name of this tune is "Take Me Home." Church to hear his father's 
All right, that is called Take Me Home, our guest today, the Perry Acker Band. And uh, a lot of maturity in that music and in the lyrics. Great lyrics, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful stuff. I like those a lot. I want to remind everybody that on Saturday, the 26th of this fine month, at the Vault, which is downtown Tacoma, and it is above the Varsity Grill, Perry Ackerband is going to be playing with a guest that we had on just not too long ago, Roman Holiday. Yeah. It's an all-ages show, right, guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all-ages show. It's at the vault on the 26th. Uh, Perry Ackerband, Roman Holiday. We hope we can be down there for that. That's going to be a great, great show. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I want to ask you guys um, a little bit about uh, playing around the South Sound. It's uh, it's an interesting time down here. We have a lot of quality bands, and uh, we haven't always had that. And so there's some competition going on, it seems like. And I'm just curious, um, when you go into uh, book clubs and uh, you're trying to get uh, get some gigs put together, have you you guys running into any problems or uh, things are working out pretty well for you? And what's your favorite venues to play? Uh, things have been working out pretty smooth. Sean has been doing an amazing job with helping us out, getting shows and whatnot. Um, as for like competition with other bands, it seems almost like that's what brings everyone success if you have a bunch more good bands coming together because you know that's what led a lot of the success out of the 60s and 70s with the music is all the bands instead of playing and being like, I want to outdo you and you, you know, let's come together, let's put on these big festivals where we know you draw a big crowd, we draw a big crowd, and let's just make this a good time. And so I would think that, you know, it's nice to see more talent coming out of the area because if people can have the right attitudes, you can use it to the benefit of everyone. Absolutely. You guys have any favorite venues you'd like to play in? Jazz Bones. Uh, Jazz, Jazz Bones, Bones is uh, mighty New fun. Mose was awesome, too. New Mo's in Seattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Stonegate was pretty cool, too. That was actually a lot of fun to play there that night. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a small... It's, I mean, as far as like venues go around here, the room is a little smaller, but it does have a great vibe, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I want to go back to the lyrics uh, and and your lyrical progression, how you put it together, because they're very strong, got a lot of emotion, and you're telling a story, especially like in Take Me Home Mm -hmm. and painting a picture, which I really like. Uh, So explain to us a little bit how that comes together as a group. Um, I guess as a group, um, let's see, I'll, I'll do a lot of the song, like the bass of the song and then the lyrics, and then these will come together as a whole and kind of bring it to the table and that's kind of what will give it i guess the perry acker sound and give it its feel but um for lyrics and whatnot usually just kind of i don't sit down and try to or just i want to sit down and write a song right now versus just kind of letting things go by and every now and then you just have something that hits your heart and you're like i gotta go write about this and sometimes i don't even sit down writing lyrics i'll just write just a journal or whatnot and you know you end up taking something out of it and being like hey i can use this over here yeah, so. like, they're very strong, and they really paint a great picture, and it, it's it's really nice to be able to understand it, and you get to that point where, man, I, I get what you're saying. You know, it's really clear, and it yeah. seems like that's pretty intentional, like you're really trying to get it across. I really, Yeah, definitely. I think this band wants to connect with people and bring the connection through just music and whatnot and make it about just the, I don't know, how, make it real. And so let's yeah. talk about your website for a second because it's, it's a great website. Everybody go to perryacker.com and it, it's got uh, great photography. It's very easy to, to uh, maneuver on there. And I love the bio section because a lot of bands don't put bios up and you guys have bios up with like your favorite activities and whether it's actually true or not. Like, who's the guy who <laughs> likes the Jägermeister? Like, he's a party guy. <laughs> and then there was little. Yeah, Jack and Coke. That was good, too. And then, you know, like you guys, uh, your hobbies, skipping rocks and that. But it's very informational. Who puts that together for you and maintains that? Who, who's running that? Well, Grady over here does uh, almost all of our graphic design. I'll take some of the photographs, but he makes all the magic happen. He's phenomenal on those programs. So you run so. the com- you run the website? Yeah, I kind of got the basis of the the website kind of built and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite up to par yet. You know, can we hire you? It, I, I could get you a, a little ways. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Wonder Boy does a great job. But this is a stellar website, PerryAcker.com. Everybody, go check it out now. Um, just, uh, just also curious about um, uh, you guys uh, play with a lot of different bands in the area. You guys have any uh, special friends that are bands that you particularly like to play with, or that you admire around here in the South Sound, or even up in Seattle? V- Vicky Martinez, we yeah, 
Did yeah, you guys open for Vicky? Boy. Yeah, no, she's incredible. We're, yeah, we're about to open. You're about for to her. open yeah, for her. That's, yeah, that's 18, gonna so. be a heck of a show. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. We're still building a lot of relationships though with bands and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we've played with also who's managed under uh, Sean Christopher Day. We've opened. Uh, he's opened for us a couple times. He's fun. He's great. Good energy. Great. Um, but yeah. Great playing with Tim Hall too. Oh, oh yeah. the Tim Hall blues band. Yeah, we did with Tim Hall. Very Tim's good great. stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Can well. All right. Well, let's listen to another song. This is the Perry Acker band song called Prisoner. name of the track is prisoner our guest today the perry Acker band that's a killer killer track yeah that's very good i've got i've got to say the uh people that you open up for they better watch it they better bring it after you guys open up for them. yeah because yeah. uh they'll be opening up for you guys soon okay one last question before we uh let you guys go uh, first i want to remind everybody the 26th of this month the vault Perry Acker Band with Roman Holiday. That's downtown Tacoma above the Varsity Grill. It's an all-ages show. Everybody packed that joint. Um, an ultimate gig for, for you guys. You guys looking into the future. Um, you know, you guys are, have broken out of here. You guys are big time now. What would be the ultimate place to play, and who would you be playing with? That's a question. That's all tough. five here. All, yeah, yeah, your everybody. band. Yeah, your band. Yeah. Just but for you personally, who do you see yourself with? Where are you guys playing? For dreaming big here. Yeah. yeah. We're playing the gorge then. Yeah. Right. It's, outside. I can, it's outside. I can totally yeah, gorgeous. with that song we just heard, I can totally see that that would be a great night at the gorge. I'd play it with it in this case, opening up for you. <laughs> yeah, who's, who, who's, who are you guys playing with on that set? Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dave. Dave, maybe Dave. some John Mayer. Yeah. 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 I don't see that very far off, you guys. Yeah. All right. Pete, thank you. Grady, Brandon, Mark, Rick, thank you guys so much for coming in. Everybody, the Perry Thanks Acker Band from Gig Harbor. Go to their website, perryacker.com. Go check them out the 26th at the Vault with Roman Holiday. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. Hey, thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks. Another stellar South Sound Band. Great. Perry Great. Acker Band. Those guys are good. And I, and I think we should all try to go down to the vault and check them out with Roman Holiday. I think we should. That's a Wonder Boy, are you going to that? You think you're going to try to make that? We can try. Wait well, a minute. I'm answering hey, for him because yeah, now he has a mic. Yeah. <laughs> That's right in your wheelhouse, man. Those guys are good. I think yeah, those, I, and, and I can actually go, you know. Yes, I mean, exactly. We go to so many shows <laughs> that we have to leave Wonder Boy at home. Well, sometimes I leave him in the car. Often in the trunk. <laughs> in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, it's time for some birthdays. Now, with birthdays of the living, here's a Northwest Convergence Zone's own Prince of the Pinata, Big D. All right. This week, birthdays of the living. You see these people walking around. Pat them on the back. Buy them a beer. Tell them happy birthday. First up, born on this day, Father's Day, on the 20th. He was once, twice, three times a lady. He was also the brick house man and had a stellar solo career. Voice behind the Commodores and Lionel Richie, man. What can you say? What a string of hits like nobody else. Uh, also, this man you're hearing right here, born on Father's Day, the 20th, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Brought us a lot of fun times in the summer and introduced me to Hot Rods. Yes. I also want to say happy birthday, born on the 26th, to one of my favorite musicians of all time, Chris Isaac. So, Chris, happy birthday. Now... With birthdays from beyond, here's a Northwest Convergence Zone's answer to Art Bell, Big Joe. Again, not Big Joe. 
Big D, but I'll try to fill in the best I can. Big Joe does a stellar job at this, and I can't fill his shoes. But uh, birthdays of those who have passed beyond. Born on the 20th, Errol Flynn, the, 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 the pirate, the, the old school uh, film star that was a swashbuckling hero. Everybody loved Errol Flynn. Also, just what a bombshell on the screen. Born on the 21st, she was a gentleman preferred blondes, many great hits. Jane Russell, what a knockout. And who you're hearing, the person you're hearing right there, June Carter Cash, born this week. Also, she passed on and uh, broke Johnny's heart, which I think was the reason he left us as well. He had to get hooked back up with June Carter Cash. And always loved her voice. What a great family, the Carter family, and we really miss those guys. So, June Carter Cash. Those are birthdays of those who have gone beyond. And now it's time for our weekly update with what's going on at Hell's Kitchen. And here's Flash. Hey, this is Flash from Hell's Kitchen. This week, coming up, we have Wednesday, the 23rd, Glass Elevator, Hardway, and the Lund Brothers. It's a free show. Things get rolling about 9 o'clock and $1.50 taps all night long. Thursday, the 24th, Dreams Jaded, Rip Spacer, the Chelsea Speed Party, and the Endeavors. It's $3 to get in, $4 Jaeger bombs all night long. Friday, the 25th, it's the first annual Tacoma Death Metal Fest with Drawn and Quartered, Terra Morta, Blood Hunger, Salo, Devils of Woden, Church Burner, Osama Bin Rockin', Flagathon, and WBC. Saturday the 26th it is the official after party for the first annual Tacoma Hemp Fest with Domination and their Pantera tribute along with Decrepit, American Wrecking Company and Cause Confusion and that is a free show. Hell's Kitchen 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma serving up rock since 2002. Alright. Uh, another person that we have on our show today and she comes to us from california it's not often that we get some people that far out of the region and she's been around the northwest and then she moved down to california and she came back up uh, became uh, acquainted with her off of facebook what an <laughs> what an amazing tool facebook is yes you can but learn a lot stellar musician great vocals and uh, her band is Highway 49. Her name is Sandra McDougall, and here's how that sounded. So we want to thank Sandra McDougall for coming in all the way up from California just to see us. Yeah, just to see us. Yeah, <laughs> unlikely. But it was nice to have her in. She was very nice and uh, very talented, and I know down there with the horns and stuff she's got going on in that band, uh, those guys are going to go far. And I, it, I predict it won't be long before they're up here playing around the Puget Sound. They will. Be. And uh, I think we should all go check that out when to get here all right hey it's time for uh hell's kitchen update all right everybody our guest today on the big program and we are privileged to have her in here sandra mcdougall also known as song babe the song babe from the band highway 49 they are rocking uh sacramento and uh down and around california she has some northwest connections we are really pleased to have her on the program today song babe welcome Thanks, Daryl. Great to be here. It's great to have you, and she's traveling through Seattle right now. And so, of course, we wanted her on the show. Uh, became friends with uh, Song Babe on Facebook, and she directed me to some of her music. Also, one of our listeners was actually the one who first tipped me off to her, and I was, of course, let's have her in. She's very talented. So, Sandra, tell us a little bit about uh, your evolution and the whole Highway 49 uh, band thing you have going on. Oh, well, I've been singing ever since I was a little kid, and, uh, you know, I was classically trained and um, and did plays and Broadway shows, and then when I got into high school, I stopped singing, and I started working for Intel Corporation, and this guy found out I could sing, and next thing you know, I'm singing, we did side one of Dark Side of the Moon. Nice. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'm singing White Rabbit and Somebody to Love, and I mm. think my voice teacher was probably rolling over in her grave. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then I started writing songs and uh, uh, actually injured my back. And, and in the last few years, I've just been trying to get back into it. And I was doing it as a hobby and um, was hired as a backup singer to do some lead. And I said, you know, what I'm really looking to do is a 50-50 split with a male-female thing. And he's like, I'm sorry, this is my band, you know. And then he started <laughs> hearing my songs and... and you know, this guy really took it from Miss Kumbaya, you know, with mm -hmm. a guitar to what you hear with the horns. And and uh, Highway 49 developed from like a five-piece to seven-piece, and then we added the horn section, and it's just amazing. I have 
three horn players who are called for like the local music circus, and these guys can go in and make three hundred bucks in an hour. You know, doing a you know. A can show. we join that crew? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and um, actually, Katie, who plays the Saxon flute, um, she's awesome. You'll hear the flute on one of the live songs that you're going to play, and she. Uh, they all just, they don't make any money because, you know, we're just starting out as an original band in the Sacramento area, and we're up in the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas, uh, you know, Auburn, Nevada City. Um, they like the music so much because it's they, they feel like they're doing something different. They just don't want to go out and do a cover band, you know. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing that, you know, and Sacramento is a big blues town, so... You know, it's really been a matter of getting our reputation out there, and uh, we ended up doing the California State Fair, and you know, which is a big kind deal. of growing. Yeah, it yeah. really is. So know? now you grew up, uh, if this is correct, you grew up in Boston, yes, which is on the way on the other coast. For those of you who don't know, let's do a little <laughs> yeah, geography lesson. Wow. That's way out there. Tell us about your uh, travels across the states and your Northwest connection. You spent some time here. Well, if I told you the truth, Daryl, I'd have to kill you. Uh oh. <laughs> these guys are begging you please tell the truth kill me (laughs) but yeah we don't have time for that but you know i ended up um moving to oregon uh to the dalles actually in like 1985 and had had been out here you know traveling around the country and um i worked there for a while and went down to san jose and started working in silicon valley and then i had a long distance relationship in seattle so i was coming up here quite a bit Mm -hmm. and uh you know, I just always have been drawn to this area. And when Ellen said she was going to be out, because she's on her own little adventure, which I'm sure this is going to be part of her blog, and she hopes to eventually write an, uh, a book about her experiences, I thought, you know, I had, we had, been, I had been out in Boston for the holidays, and then I con- you contacted me and said, if you're ever up here, yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I think I might be up <laughs> So it's kind of working out. That's great. All right. Well, let's go to a song of yours, and this is a song titled Anonymous. What can you tell us about this? Well, this is my cultural rant, and uh, can I I be off color here a little bit? Absolutely. There's no FCC regulations here. It's it's like, you know, um, I talk about the Miranda rights, you know, Miranda never made it to the place called Guantanamus. You know, I, I mean, I really feel like, you know, as human beings... You know, human rights are important. Uh, you know, it's like you believe everything you see. Tell me where'd you get your lobotomy? You know, and and really, that was the original intent of that song was a hundred percent rejection rate. But gee whiz, your tits look really great. <laughs> you know, because I mean, California, all these women very are plastic. Like, yeah, very plastic. And you know, I just think, um, did you read about the tortoise and the hippopotamus? And someone's like, yeah, well, I think it's cool because you rhymed hippopotamus, but really, it was. The, a baby hippo's mother was killed and it imprinted on a reptile, mm. on a tortoise. And it's just a metaphor for, you know, people, you know, getting along and peace, and, you know, because really I just want world peace just like Miss America. Great. Well, let's listen to a little bit of this. This is Anonymous. Right, the song is anonymous. Our guest, Sandra McDougal, aka the Song Babe from Highway Forty Nine. Sandra, I want to go back where you said that you were classically trained as a vocalist uh, growing up, and uh, so would you say that then your influences as you um, 
were getting into music were more kind of the uh, operatic people or maybe the the ladies that did the standards like Ella Fitzgerald, people like that? Who were your influences? Oh, definitely like, I know this sounds kind of lame, but Julie Andrews, Barbara Streisand, Dionne Warwick. I mean, this, you know, Diana Ross, the Supremes. I'm dating myself now. That's all <laughs> right. Over, those Karen, are great names. Karen Carpenter. You oh, know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like my like first an album. Angel. And, you know, the best, the, mo- the best compliment I ever got uh, from someone was that I had a voice similar, you know, had a quality like Karen Carpenter. That's and I could great. Never, you know. Um, and then, of course, I would say, you know, interestingly enough, Roger Daltrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now you're nothing ba- wrong with the scream. Nothing wrong with the scream, man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, down there in California, when you guys are playing uh, around, that's that's a great horn section. It sounds like a really fun band to come and see and watch. Do they are the horns doing the steps and the uh, anything in the background? You know, like the old school horn players, the Tower of Power guys. They're they're working <laughs> on it. I mean these these guys are. Uh, you know they're they're kind of in jazz groups and doing Broadway shows, filling in for you know different shows, and so this is kind of a different thing for me, for them. And uh, I've got to get them, you know, to be like my Temptations, but with the horns, you know. Yeah, well, I'm and also in your vocals, uh, I'm hearing a little bit of like Chrissy Hyde, and uh, you know, it seems like you've uh, since you've crossed over into the sort of the rock genre was there anybody uh that you've looked to for inspiration or you this is all original this is all original your voice and honestly i don't listen to a lot of music because i get you know so burned out on my own but you know chrissy <laughs> hines cheryl crow you know um bonnie Raitt, you know they're all to me in my book sean colvin and you know those are the kind of people that i think have inspired me you know well, and so uh, you're not only a singer, you're also, uh, you play a guitar, and do you yes. play any other instruments? I play the harp once in a while. <laughs> very, very nice. Harking back to the classical in part. In fact, um, guy quit the band that was playing harp on Middle of the Road, you know, with, by the Pretenders, and so yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, so I learned it. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Now, tell us about your songwriting uh, process. I always find that fascinating. Um, I've never written a song myself. I can play guitar and everything, but the whole lyric process versus the melody and you know the lead parts and stuff. Do you hear the music first and then find words to fit it, or are you are you like a poet where you write down your lyrics and then let's fit this into a tune? Yeah, I never have been able to do it that way, Daryl. Write you know writing lyrics first and then doing a tune. I tend to have a melody come into my head or I stumble upon some chords. You know, I actually learned to play guitar after becoming a songwriter and I was dependent on other people and then my partner moved out of state and it's like, oh, I guess I better do it. <laughs> and um, so it just kind of evolved and then I'll just, I'll get a melody and then I'll figure out what chords the chords are and then I'll just play it to death until something comes into my head and then I'll hit on something, you know, like... Um, and I've also had people request that I write songs for certain things, and that's difficult, but I've written some good stuff. Well, if I could have way. laid down a request for a song for you to write, it would have been this next one we're going to play. This is titled Holiday. Our guest, Sandra McDougall, I love this song.
All right, it's holiday. I got to tell you, I love that song, man. I mean, I'm in mentally. I'm in a car and I'm rolling down Highway 49. Yeah, that is <laughs> top down. That's some great, great stuff. Very, Thank very you good. for sending Thank us that you very song. Very much. Appreciate very catchy. That. Very infectious. And if you can't tap your foot to that, then check your heart because you might need a tune up for sure. <laughs> um, James Brown did a song called "It's a Man's World." Um, traditionally, rock and roll pretty much male dominated. You're a woman in the rock and roll world. What are some of the obstacles you've had to deal with being a woman in rock and roll, and uh, how have you handled it? Well, it's very interesting because uh, there's a lot of people from the Haight Ashbury days up in the Auburn or in the foothills, <laughs> you know, and my guitar teacher being one of them. And and I told him, you know, I wanted to do all originals and get into the fairs, and he goes, "You need to be, you need to pay your dues, sing in the blues, and you know, it's a big blues area." And I'm like, you know. My motto is people who say it can't be done should get out of the way of people who are doing it. But I was paid a compliment because now it used to be I'd walk in the music store and they'd be like, uh, here's a wannabe. You know, now it's been seven years and it's like I'm buddies with all of them. In fact, a friend of mine said, as we were discussing the demise of, of the current, you know, the, the band that was uh, that broke up in September, which, you know, I still have half of it. He said, he said, your first mistake was letting women into your band. And I said, wait a minute. Wow. I said, wait a minute. I am a woman. He said, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and, you the know, backhanded compliment, huh? No, yeah. and it's like, I mean, I'm serious. It was, it, I took it as, as like, all right, I did it. You know, right. I, I, uh, you know, I overcame that obstacle. So now, now people take me seriously. Good. You know? Yeah, and I'm just curious down uh, when you're when you guys are booking gigs down there, and uh, it seems like it's a pretty big band that you guys have. Uh, are venues tough to come by, or you guys you, you know walk a, walk into a building, stage is kind of small. You're like, mm, I don't know about this. Well, I'll tell you, we had we had 11 people on this small stage, and it was fantastic. You know, and the sound was great. And then some friends of mine with a five piece. They kept getting told to turn down, turn down, and they finally couldn't play there because they. So it's just amazing that we were able to do that, and and you know Highway Forty Nine is kind of in transition transition right now, and I don't think I want to have it as big. Mm-hmm. And I mean, our main goal was to be a fair and festival van- band as opposed to a nightclub band. Because I'm getting old, man. I don't want to stay up that late. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you guys can get you guys up here to play we some of our festivals. We would love to, and I know we would love to. Because we yeah. have a lot of festivals up here, especially during the summer, and I could really see this going over well. Yes. Cool. Yeah, Appreciate that. And uh, that's something we could always use a dose of, uh, uh, the the beautiful female vocals, yes. the slamming horns, I yes. mean, uh, the, the music that just pops that. That would be great. So I and hope you can get up here. I want to interject here that the 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 horn, the two horn players, Kurt Persall and Ron Cunha. Ron plays trombone, and Kurt is our you know considered lead trumpet player. These guys have painstakingly charted out my songs on the horn parts, you know, and they are, you know, not interested in compensation at this point. They're hoping that it's you know something's going to happen with this. So I really appreciate that. So do you guys have a, uh, uh, I know you gave us a, a, a CD demo. Do you guys have a, a, dem- a CD in the works? Are you guys looking to go in and record, actually put out a CD? I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I want to keep together a band or actually pay people to come in and do my music and mm-hmm. have, you know, the horn section as uh, the background, you know, or the foundation. Um, and I think the more exposure I get, the more people are going to want to play in this band. And definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And so I have a lot of I have a lot of other songs. I could probably do three more albums just of my own stuff. And so yeah, this is in this is in the works. Great. You know? Well, let's go into this next song and this is titled You're Not the Same. What can you it's just a, this is a softer side of uh Song Babe. Well, actually um this my former father-in-law um not married to the guys son anymore but he was dying of cancer and declining from parkinson's and they asked me to bring him out of a coma basically he was and it was very interesting because i knew the guy wasn't there and i brought him out by kind of saying hey what do you think of my new haircut they're all just tapping him you know and it was the weirdest (laughs) thing because he opened his eyes and it was like they were gray and then 
they came back blue. And I say, another place where I cannot follow, because this guy was standing on the, door, on the doorway of death. And I wrote this song and played it at his service. And that was very difficult. And actually, this recording was done a, a week after my mom passed. Mm. Mother's Day two years ago, interestingly enough. You are, you're not the same. Title of the song is You're Not the Same. Our guest today, Sandra McDougall, a.k.a. Song Babe. Tell us about the Song Babe title. Well, well my son, who's going to be 28 in July, when he was about 15, I said, would you please make me up an email account? <laughs> and As said, we all ask our kids yeah, to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, how about Sandra backwards? And he said, he looked at me like I was lame, which, you know. <laughs> Now he thinks I rock. That's good. <laughs> but he goes, Mom, you're now song babe. You know, song. <laughs> At a certain place. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. Um, back to being a female vocalist and a performer. For young women out there that are into music, thinking about maybe I'd like to do this someday, any uh, advice, pearls of wisdom uh, for them based on your experiences? I'd say don't listen to anybody else unless it's, you know, it's if it's positive advice, yeah, but, you know, follow your own heart and surround yourself with people that support you and learn how to play an instrument because that's really key. You know, I, I didn't pick up the guitar until after in my 30s, you know, and I really feel like, you know, it, it's wise to have an instrument and then you, you can do whatever you want from there and build it around who you are, mm -hmm. you know. Well, Sandra, it's been a pleasure having you in on the program today. Is there any last things you'd like to tell us? I know we don't get you up here very often, obviously, because you're a California girl now. Uh, anything that you would like to tell the listeners about yourself, uh, where they can find your music, where they can uh, follow you? I know you're on uh, Facebook, and I don't know if you have a Twitter account or whatever. You Anything you'd like to tell the listeners how they can stay in touch with you? Well, I'm going to create a, uh, high, a page for the Highway 49 band and one for Song Babe, and www.highway49.net is our website, and that's highway spelled out, H-I-G-H-W-A-Y and the numbers four nine. And I really appreciate any feedback that they can give me, you know, and I, I really appreciate you bringing us up here. Absolutely. It's been our pleasure. We want to thank you so much for joining us on the program. Best of luck with the Highway 49. We're fans and great music. We really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, get down to Hell's Kitchen. Say hello to Flash. Tell him you heard about it on the Northwest Convergence Zone. And uh, check out all the shows they have going on down there. And the drink specials, man. Jaeger bombs, four bucks some nights. And uh, the PBRs, a buck fifty or whatever. <laughs> that's a stellar deal, man. In this hot summertime, that's the place to be. Hell's PB Kitchen. PBR? PBR. Paps Blue Ribbon. Ooh, my man. What happened to good old Rainier or Oli? It's out, man. That's, oh, that's passe. Oh, so. my favorite. All right, let's do some This Week in Music History. Now, here's a doctor of rock himself, Big Joe, with This Week in Music History. Again, not Big Joe. Yeah, we got to get Joe back. Joe will be here. back next week, I guarantee it. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that, but I think he will be. Anyway, This Week in Music History, 1996, which doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but that was, that was like what? a year ago. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Anyway, during a, a free concert by this group, the Fugees in Harlem, 
crazy man started to fire shots from the audience shooting off his gun and uh, injured 22 people they had to shut that thing down get that crazy guy out of there kind of a bad knock on the fujis it wasn't their fault though this is a great band and we enjoy their funky groovy vibe here in the summertime so a little bit of a disaster on that one but that's what happened this week in music history all right well i think it's time for us to get out of here because i got i gotta go do stuff with my daughters yeah since i am doing stuff with my son right now right now but this is work no <laughs> all right squeeze happy father's day to you thank you sir double d happy father's day happy father's wonder day to boy you. treat your dad right today don't be uh, screwing off and screwing around and uh, causing trouble so um hey let's get out of here we have a big show again next week we want to thank you for being here as always this is the northwest convergence zone where all things come together and this is called the undertow perry ackerman Just a man that tried but got lost at sea has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.